Wow! I feel the goo. I know that I won't know. I feel the goo. I knew that I would now. So, so much, much goo. goo. So, so much goo. goo. I, I got, got a you. Yo, what's up, guys? Today we have a uh, an awesome episode for y'all. Um, I have with us the disciples. Um, they recently just took first place at the EUWCQ, and we also have someone uh, also on the team who topped, you know, with with the Rika deck. So this is pretty sick. Yo. I'm really really happy to have these guys on. But I'll let them introduce themselves first. Um, so we before we get started, so floor is yeah, yours. I'm Mark Patel. I uh, just won Euros just a couple of days ago. Not, nothing much. Uh, <laughs> we reached an Avalon, and now we're here. Awesome. And um, I'm Alex Robertson, uh, better known as Betty in Europe, apparently. Um, I got second at UK Nats this year with San Avalon as well, randomly. Uh, yes. And then top 32 this weekend, losing to uh, the Alter Guy Sky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, Antonio so Papa. Oh. Sorry. Oh, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Introduce yourself for everyone who don't know who you are. <laughs> I'm Antonio Papa. Also call it Nash. DB Warrior, boys. DB Warrior. And I shoot people for free. Oh, my goodness. But, um, okay, so today, guys, is the Hugas episode two. And we're going to talk about the EU aftermath. Um, and we're going to have uh, the team that took it all uh, with, the, with the person who took it all. And honestly, I think one of the, the most prestigious events uh, this year, at least from a, from a European perspective, I we had so many people who attended the live stream, who just you know watched all this unfolds. It was crazy. I think that like it was a record attendance in terms of like Twitch viewership for not only myself but also for the uh, Konami stream themselves. I think they hit over five six thousand peak viewers um, at some point. Oh, really? So yeah, it was wild. It was a wild experience. Um, so yeah, so Marcus, how, how does it feel to to win um, Euros? Um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> like, I didn't expect. Well, no. Uh, yes, no, shut crazy. up. I saw the message. I saw the message. <laughs> I know. Um, we got to put the yeah, tweet up. Uh, yeah, that was funny, man. Uh, it, it felt good. I was testing. I was like, yeah, maybe I can win it if stuff goes well. Uh, but, yeah, it just feels pretty crazy to win, like, the biggest European event of the year. And yeah. it was, like, it was to do it XO. Like, after Swiss, I went... XR, I was like, I'm a dead man in top top. Yeah. I've had a good run, isn't it? I was like, and yeah, the shocker to do both uh, Swiss and top top. Yeah. Like crazy. And more rounds too. It's not like 11 rounds, top 64. Like, 96. Just 12 rounds, one to eight. Like, that's an extra two rounds. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty shocking. Uh, I'm just so grateful. Yeah. And I think, like, you know what's even crazier? The fact that I believe there was, um, I, you you went undefeated, but a lot of people in my Twitch, I was like, yo, is he going to pull a Marcelo and just like win out? And I, I, I would say you did, to be honest. I would say you did. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It was just the one, I got Flunder round 12. Like, you'd think that's the last round you'd get Flunder at 11 0. And that's, yep. that's what took my draw. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, but too far, I didn't get an XL test to take it. But yeah. It was that was. Yeah, that was crazy. So let's let's um let's I guess start at the beginning, right? So let's talk about the team first, the disciples, um and and the origin the origin of like how like I guess where the team originated from, um how'd you found it, and all and all that good stuff. So like it was like two separate groups. So it was like I just had my local London group. Yep. 
And you know, when you want to go to a regional and travel together, there's like a chat. There's like the same chat, and like you know, there's like the same people from locals. You just want to not go locals and just go to regionals. And it was just the local chat, and we used to go to regionals. And I used to go to the same regionals as Betty. Like I was in London, yeah. you were in Surrey, and you had your own like small group of a car mm. where you'd travel to. And we'll see each other at every other event, and we're like, yo, and you know, you just become friends. Mm-hmm. And then we just started topping regionals, and we're like, you know what, it'll be pretty cool if we just wore like the same colors and be like, yo. Like, look, yeah, that was that. I, I think that's that, that was like that was, that's that was basically it. Yeah, that was basically it. Like we were just like that was, that was I literally it. Not a group of friends, a variety of skills. Like it was like I'm like no offense, I was the only person at YCS tops in our group of like twelve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like so, we were just like weren't a compet like not super competitive. It wasn't like oh my gosh, we're just nah. like, this is us, and this is just who, who the people are happen to be. Uh, but obviously, like, uh, like when you talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh, when you have loads of friends, you just talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, and you just talk about Yu-Gi-Oh all the time. Like, we just got better because we mm, always loved hanging around. We just always loved hanging around each other. Yeah. And our common interest was Yu-Gi-Oh. So that just, since we're always talking about it, we just got better naturally. Also, I have a question for you about how was your overall experience about the location, the judges? Like, the overall experience of the European Oasis? Uh, I mean, European weird. event. Like I don't, I think it was worse when compared to the other European YCSs. I don't know if they felt the same. Um, okay, I don't know if anyone in chat knows about Milan, but Milan is the worst YCS I've ever been to. No, but it's run well. Like, it's, but like, <laughs> but like, run, compared to, compared location. to everything else, compared to everything else, Milan is like a bottom of the list. I don't think I don't think this was that bad. I don't think yeah, it was the that location bad. was good. I think the but, organization was just a bit scuffed. Because uh, they tried a new system. Yeah, I, they, they, I they tried to do it all online. They tried to do it all like, online. The new system makes sense. It's a step forward. Mm. But since it was the first big event with the new system, yeah. there were issues. Mm. Uh, and like, and look, also, like, sorry, sorry, continue, continue. Although I just had two weird judging issues that kind of tilted me. But like round nine, I get deck check. And they say, there's a problem with your sleeves. I'm like, cool. Sure, that's fine. Then they bring out the extra deck sleeves. They're double sleeved. I'm like, cool. And they said, you double sleeved them wrong. I was like, what? Yes, they need to be like in and out. I was like, what? You're getting a warning. I was like, what? Wait. Look, man, it was round nine last round. I was just like, firm there. I, I wasn't complaining. Yeah. And then round 12, went like a mystic mine. And like my deck swapped mine out. But like, I just ran out of like glamour targets to resolve glamour. And I'm just trying to make my opponent like, I'm, I need to I need to make this my opponent summon a monster and make him think I'm going to out. But long story short, the judge is looking at me and he thinks I don't play mine out. He go gets another judge and he's like, I can tell him he's trying to tell the other judge, oh, I think he's, I don't know what he's trying to say, but he's definitely... And then he, he says he has a chat with him for two minutes, like this higher up judge. He comes to me and he says directly to my face, Have you got a mine out? And I'm on tilt. Like, you kind of in front, of my, I'm, in front of my opponent. Yeah, there, there's like, no way that, wow, that's crazy. That's actually wild. Well, a judge came to you, said that's that. Wild. <laughs> no, 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 that's wild. Yeah. Not, oh my just, God. It's not just any other table, it's on round 12, table one. Yeah, like he only I, told me about this like in the last like half an hour as well. And I'm no, like, like, I'm, I'm still don't even know how, like, how. Like, is he trying to say I'm trying to slow play the game into like time? I feel like his POV was like I'm trying to slow the game into time, and then I like get an edge, blah blah blah. blah. And he was talking to the judge like I'm slow, and I'm just like on tilt. Like, I'm like, but it doesn't matter. Just, like, like you're, you're on table like, one. I, 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 I was on so until uh, and because I thought maybe like I'm I'm eleven. No, I don't need that slow play one. I don't need this shit. Like I'm not yeah. trying to get DQ. You're not trying to I get just, like, like anything. Yeah. I just look. I just scooped up. I, I'll tell you. You asked me now. I just. I didn't know how I just scooped up. Like that was. That was. Those were like two weird things that happened to me. Uh, mm-hmm. The judges. But, but it was fine overall. What about for you, for um, you, Betty? How 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 was it for you? Um, I was chill to be honest. Like, my my event was pretty chill. Like the only yep. weird thing was like, 
Um, they were in top phase two. There was like a, a half an hour delay because they messed up with the pairings, I think. Um, and just how they're doing the bracket for top cut. Because uh, I think two people got were 97th, right? Joint 97th on tiebreakers. And yeah. that just messed up the tiebreakers. And then there was like a half an hour thing. And I was just sat on the streamed like uh, stage, I guess. Just yeah. like waiting around. And the judge just like walked away. My opponent walked away. And I was just like, do I just like sit here and wait or what? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just, I don't know. But um, nah, I think it's fine for me anyway. Uh, what is it like? Um, what is it like testing with the team? And how did you get convinced on Rika? Oh, oh my gosh, testing with the team feels like cheap—not cheap, but a massive advantage. Yeah. Like any time I play my opponent, it feels like my opponent is playing versus like twenty people. Like, <laughs> you know, okay, that's what it feels like. Like it just because like my deck is so my deck just becomes better. And like when I play mm. against my friends, like my testing is just against meta decks and like really good meta decks so i'm just constantly getting pushed like you learn you, you learn the most from your losses and if i'm playing if i'm testing against amazing players my deck is continuously getting better i'm finding out what's wrong whereas like if you don't have the opportunity you might just be comfortable winning games but then you don't see like the problems like there's pretty much like paper over cracks really and you don't really like when you're playing against like amazing friends it's just yeah, and the plant deck came about um, with Ben Robinson. Like, I think Betty probably can give a better origin story of the plant deck because he was starting with San Avalon. He, he started ages ago. Yeah, so it was kind of after Nationals. Um, so, like, oh, God, it's even earlier than that, to be honest. It was probably about a month and a half before Nationals. About a month before Nationals, uh, UK Nationals. That was mid-July, mid-June. Yeah, was yeah it was, I think yeah. you got, like, second, right? You got, like, second at yeah, UK yeah, Nats. But... Yep. Yeah, so I got second at UK Nats with the, the St. Avalon deck, and I was, wasn't playing the Rika cards before. Um, and me and Ben Robinson, we were talking about that. We were testing that. Uh, obviously, like tested the punk cards, which is like the breaking point. Um, then, like two weeks after Nats, I messaged him, like, plant gang. And then, <laughs> literally, it just started from there. We started testing the Rika cards. We were like, these cards are broken. Um, and then we just kept on testing it, kept on testing it. Uh, just finding out, like, all of these, like, niche interactions. We went for like a, a weekend with the boys. We played some medicine. Uh, nice. I bought my Rika deck. And then like I was just slapping up these like danger decks, these tier decks, sprite decks. Um, and then, yeah, we just kept on testing it from there, basically. Then like last weekend before Euros, I played a like winner switch event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had like all the good like UK players, like uh, all the Northern ones, like Luke Parks, those people. Yep. Um, and I won that. And like convincingly won that. Like a lot of my games were like 2 0, very easy. And that's when you became like solidly convinced, right, Marcus? No, I was, I was so like, I, you brought it to like um, my, our friend's house, and this was before Pope came out, and everyone was testing new stuff. And I'm not like, I, I don't fall in love with it. I just kind of go into an event and just try and play the best deck. And like, what I wanted my deck to do for Euros was that I just wanted to beat Sprite. I wanted to beat Sprite, and when my deck starts, I don't want to lose. And like I kind of just wanted the boxes tick. Don't lose the super pony. Don't lose the diamond no more. Be able to play through hand traps. Like you know all these boxes. And I saw like the the Rika plant deck, and I'm like, wait, it actually just does everything. Like I know it's a rogue pick, but it can win go first. Like it doesn't lose to the non-engine cards. Uh, yeah, I I just saw it and I was like, yo, this deck is it. It ticks the boxes. So in theory, it should perform well. Uh, and then yeah, when I played games, it was like amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, would you um, say that like, yeah, like, uh, would you say that the deck, like, did you feel like it had an advantage because people didn't know it, or do you think even if people yeah. knew it, it didn't matter? Like, 
Would no, you still like, play the I deck think... even if people knew what all the cards did? Is my question. So like, we tested the deck versus friends. Like after yes. we did that, and then we tested versus friends, yeah. and they were playing. Some of them played perfectly, like, and we were winning. Like that was the thing. Like, yeah. but they had the old list. They didn't have like the optimized. Like, they were they had, like the nice list. The old. Like, they had a really good danger tier list, but their sprite list wasn't amazing. Yeah. But uh, it did really good against the danger tier, uh, tier list. Doesn't really matter if they know what the yeah. deck does. A rivalry is a rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> not like that, but yeah, <laughs> the, the gates just trade well. Uh, you like, you not just say I don't have to read their cards just because I play a flood. That's crazy. You see it, yeah. But um, Sprite was like a bit weird when it knew how to. Sprite mm-hmm. fell 50-50 when it knew exactly how to play and how to yeah. side. There's two different things, mm-hmm. like how to side. Like people think Darkwood and the Moors amazing against you, but it's not. And when you know, like when you know, like mm-hmm. really small stuff, it makes a difference. But it was still very good. Like if I start. I don't think with your side deck and with your main deck, you can beat me consistently if I start. Because my end board puts up interrupts, like puts different forms of interruptions. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So after, I think after yeah, Euros, mm-hmm. after Euros, I like watch, um, I watched the, the finals obviously. And then after it, bro, I literally tested your deck on the, the one that you guys made up like for five hours. And I was like, yo, Dark really does nothing to this. Like, because you have like yeah. Princess in the graveyard with the field spell that tributes their cards and you get their stuff. And then you have like the trap that takes their stuff, was, and you're like, "Yo, like there's like three, four drops through dark you summon another, you summon another guy because when the strand is tributed, yeah, strand is tributed, yeah. You summon, he has four, and like if they've committed a dark ruler, they're down a card, and like they can't kill you. So even yeah. if they do, in a world, break your board, mm-hmm. that all comes back, and you have cards in hand. Like your board yeah. was cheap to make. Yeah, it wasn't expensive. Yeah, that's also how you define a meta deck by creating three points of interaction: monster yeah. traps or spells. And cards in the graveyard or in hand. And with, that's also what we talked about during the GooCast number one. But before Betty was talking about maintaining the conviction, how do you maintain your conviction when your teammate disagrees? It's tough because a lot of times we just accept it. Like you can you can have a different opinion and it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. For me, it's fine for people to have different opinions and then go with it because you want to play Yu Gi Oh for a long time. And so it's fine to make mistakes because you learn from them. It's like my biggest like learning opportunities in Yu-Gi-Oh! I've been, I've gone to an event and I've done something wrong and I remember it and I remember that event more personally because I know what went wrong for me in that event. So I think it's fine to not be perfect at events. And yeah, you learn a lot from your mistakes. So I think it's, it's fine. It's fine for people to do different things and you just learn from it. Yeah, because I saw yeah. um, you guys played each... I believe you played your teammate in top 16, Henry, right? Bankoff? Yeah. yeah did, and and yeah, then he was playing Danger Tournament, I believe. From what I, yeah. from what I was looking, so I was like, I actually thought you guys were gonna play a mirror match in top sixteen, but then I found out from people in the chat they're like, nah, 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 he's Henry's playing like the danger tier. Like I was like, yo, I'm, I was so surprised because typically everyone on a team typically just plays the same deck or like they play the same list or whatever. So that was that was interesting, yeah, to see. I, I think it was like a thing where like after they saw like all of us like because in our team the three mm-hmm. best players were the three plant decks and we came with like a very stacked team. Uh, of players and like different decks, but the three best players were plant, and I think people realized we should play plants. That was that yeah, was the hundred percent. That was the conclusion from the team. It was like we should play plants. Even the even the guys that popped were like under the impression they should have played plants. Like they they only like they were, yeah. I think they learned a lot. Like I think like for what reason why we wanted to play plants? I think they weren't convinced, and I think they were, like made the connection in their head like why it was so good now. So I think it will yes, help them for yeah, future yeah. events. Like it's kind of if they didn't play it, but now. You said a very interesting thing. You said they made the connection, which is very important in my opinion, because I would not like to test with people 
that never disagree with me. Never. Yeah. Like it right. makes no sense. The yeah, disagreement yeah. creates improvisations. Yeah, it does. Like you don't see like it says like the best thing about a team is having a different set of eyes. Yeah. If you have mm-hmm. the same set of eyes, you're not learning. But when you have a different set of eyes and they overlap, it's like knowledge, it just becomes a bigger yeah. 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 Um, just to add to that as well, I think that's uh actually from my perspective one of the main reasons I like testing with you, Marcus. Um, because you're always the person in our chat that's like, oh, why haven't you tested this card? Why haven't you uh tried like this way? Like uh, last weekend you were like, oh, why don't you just play two rivalry and just like see how it goes, see if you like the card, see whenever you like it, you see how it goes. Whereas like a lot of our guys are just like, oh, you should be playing three of this card, three of this card, like it's good, good. So why are you not playing three? And you're just you're always one of the few people in our group that's always like, oh, why haven't you tried this yet? Um, so it's just again, it's difference of opinions, and it's important, I think, um, for growth yeah. as a growth, yeah, just growth as a team and yeah. just growth as players. Growth as a player, as a team, the deck list grows. There's more innovation as a result of, like, I guess, not conflict necessarily, but just, like, you know, um, you don't necessarily share the same opinion. You're always, like, questioning. I, like, even when Nesh and I, like, I just, I test with Nesh a lot, and he's always, like, yo, we always butt heads. But I think, like, that's a good thing. Um, I don't find that to be, like, necessarily a bad thing all the time. Um, but, like, we would argue so much about, like, one or two card choices or, like, we would argue about all these things. But I think at the end of the day, the list overall gets better. And then you also... I think it's also like an important thing to have like confidence in yourself in a way and then also like push back when you like firmly agree- believe something. And I think like a lot of people, especially like newer players who just started playing, they don't necessarily have that confidence yet. So they they just kind of like accept or like listen to whatever blindly. And they're just like, yeah, like he's right, whatever, I guess. He's like, oh, he has more tops than me. So like he must be right or something like that, right? And I think that's like... Oh, Pax, how many tops you got? Yo, not enough, yo, not enough. <laughs> but um but you know like I, I think like that's i think that's important um so I, I would say like for people listening um definitely definitely get that build that courage and, and have conviction in yourself yeah it's a, with confidence i think that's a good point because you've tested and you've seen like the impact of a card so like yeah you can have confidence and say well, i've played so many games and this card's been amazing i think having a card like you've had the experience of like knowing how valuable a card is and think you just have to express that Yo, I've done the testing. The card is actually really good. Hmm. Uh, or like, you know, your personal experiences. Yeah, your personal experiences will make you grow as a player and you'll learn the most from it. And it's hard to, when you take someone else's opinion, you don't see why someone's played the card. It's pretty tough. Like, if you just play a card that someone tells you, you don't really see why. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit weird. It, it's, yeah. it, it, it doesn't help. When you're trying to build your deck afterwards or trying to improve from it, you struggle because you don't know why Why are you playing the card. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit different. Blind listening makes no sense. Yeah. And also I'm a very... Um, how can I say that? I'm I'm a very rocket, you know, like when someone tries to convince me over something and oh, when I try to convince, like you have to fight against me. Like it's a fight. Stop it's it actually a fight. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, before we continue with the rest of the podcast, I just have a quick ad break. I just want to shout out the guys that are actually on, on the podcast with us. So uh, they're from the Disciples. They actually have their own YouTube channel as well. Okay. And they actually do their own um, podcast. I actually... I listen to um, a lot of their podcasts myself. I've actually been on their podcast, so they're really they're awesome people. I hope if you guys are listening here as well, maybe uh, if you guys want to hear more of them and learn more about who they are, definitely go check out their YouTube. I'll put all their information in the description box, so if you're listening from Spotify or you're listening um, from YouTube, you'll find that information in the description. Um, but but we'll continue. Yeah, Tap Tuesdays for, for, uh, for people. Thank you very much. Tap Tuesdays. Yep. Um, but anyways, let's continue with uh with, with the the European Championship. 
So it the event the, the event ended. Um what cards do you think should be addressed from Konami? Um and, and why? I know that's something that everyone always talks about, you know, which card should be banned? You know, it's right around the corner potentially, so uh, it's Mystic Mind. That's that's the you know what's the what's the saying? I don't know the saying, but Mystic Mind. Mystic Mind. <laughs> it's like, it's it's like a saying when something's right. obvious. Yeah. You know, the elephant in the room. That's, that's elephant, elephant in the room. room. Yeah. yeah. Mystic Mind. It's kind of yeah. Inside just... got also top four in the Evil to, to in deck. Inside deck. He, was he maining or, or siding it? Siding, yeah. siding. siding, siding scythe. Yeah. yeah. And there was multiple was ways to access it too. It's not just sanctum because you can mannequin. You can summon mannequin cat uh, pass. And if your opponent summons like a Luber or something, right? Um, like all, all the all of them are fairies, so you can trigger Mannequin Cat to detach and summon Scythe from the deck. Or if they play any decks that have lights or fairies, so if they play like Rites of our Major, uh, Rites is a Earth Fairy, um, which actually triggers a Mannequin Cat to summon a Scythe from the deck too. So there's actually multiple ways for them to access Scythe without even drawing Sanctum. But a lot of people might not even know that interaction. But but, but shout out to Mate or Mateo who uh, who uh, got top four um, with that deck. Mateo, 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 yeah. Mateo. I think, I think okay. you will pretty... learn Italian today. Yeah, I think Scythe is definitely like next one on the list. Mm -hmm. I know people don't like rivalry. I think the cards are right. Like, there's so many you can play, just play a different. If if if, it, if there's a format with loads of rivalry, you just play a different. You just yeah. play a one hour side. It's not. Yeah. It's not that yeah. deep. Like there is, there can be only one. There is rivalry. Yeah, there is different fair. dimensional ground. There are so many unfair trap cards. But trap cards are designed to be unfair to be in the meta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, no one would play trap cards. Yeah. In yeah, any deck. They're like so offset by the fact that they're slow, right? Like mm -hmm. you need to set them yeah. and then activate yeah. them, but but when you go first with it, like it's just disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, like imagine yeah. a summon limit when you already built your board. That shit is gonna be ace. But yeah, there's just so many matchups where it's bad too. Like it's not, it's not, it's not gonna be good for every single matchup. It's, it's even be a thing where it, it just overperforms if it's like in the same meta pool. But apart from that, it could just be pretty bad. Talking about Mystic Mind. Oh my god. I think there is already a smile in your guy's face. <laughs> do you think do you think the <clears throat> altergeist being in the top cat actually Probably. created an issue of the meta representation of the decks that could have been showed? Um it was an issue for me personally. <laughs> like Ben is giving right. PTSD right now. <laughs> so like so that so the guy came over to like get me for the future match. I then like check my phone and I just get a message from my friends like you're playing Altergeist on feature. I'm like, <laughs> like Was that like, the first feature like or the second feature? Like, this is the second features. feature. That's second the second feature. Yeah, second feature. Yeah, second feature. The first feature was Mindgeist and that was that was still scary, but like I was locked in for top cut at that point, so I wasn't like as like sketched out about it. But the second one, I was I was like, my top cut run is over at this point. I was I was not feeling good. And then there's like a 30 minute break between when I got taken over for that feature and then when the feature started. And it was just looking bad. And then and then yeah, I just got Yeah, just watch it. Yeah, I got I got destroyed. It was actually so peak. Um Yeah, I think I think but, I got lucky, y'all. I'm not gonna cap. Like I saw you out at the mine and he like duality for metaverse or something, and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro, like <laughs> it is what it can is. I, right? Can I add something? Can I add something? What's can I up? Add something? What's up? Uh he activated the impermanence multifigure against you, right? Or it was no, 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 no. Okay. That was the other guy. It was the other guy. Yeah, that was no, 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 no. That was that wasn't me. Yeah, but like, because, oh, I got so lucky. One yeah, he, he you probably out one faker. No, he probably sided out a faker against me as well. Let's be real. Like, he probably yeah. did. Yeah. And like, that's even worse. He then like secret village me. Then he summoned faker. I was just... <laughs> right, no, was... man. 
No, I got uh, yeah, I got belief. That's not fair. Like I think I think Altergeist being there actually affected the meta representation. I think we could have got I don't know something different instead of Altergeist, and maybe you could have topped. Maybe there were something else that could have topped instead of that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it a little bit affected the meta. I mean, like all the person he beat along the way just got knocked out, right? Yeah. So like yeah. in a way, like top sixteen, top like top sixteen, top eight, whatever got skewed kind of heavily because when you do yeah. like the meta representation and like top from a top sixteen perspective, like you see like the Geist guy, but then like you have the king, but all the people who knocked on the way there, right? So yeah, a lot exactly, of spike exactly. got murdered, yeah. So it, in a weird way, it like I, it was like a mind deck. It wasn't even a geist deck. It just happened to be a mind it was deck. Just, with a, it was mind burn. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically mind burn. It was, it was, it was mind burn, and there was, was Melisik there chilling. It, it made yeah. a lot of sense. Like you, you look at like the like the deck list. Like you knew people were gonna copy like the NA list that came out, and every list was either like one mm. Galaxy Cyclone or like one Smashers. So that means if you could play two, if you could bait one of those cards and you resolve a second mind, yeah, game's win. over. Like, you just win, and like it's hard yeah. not to try and play a mind deck. Like, Flunder did pretty well, but, yeah. But, like, it's just hard not to do that and just win mm. easily. Like, you, it's a European Championship. So you're going to be against, like, amazing players. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You kind of just need to cheese. I mean, can. if we look at NAWCQ, Euros, um, I think even, what is it, YCS Hartford, or no, no, Charlotte, I believe, or Hartford, one of them, the one that Poe won, like, all of them have been decided by mine. I think, mm. like, even, even you played mine in your main deck. I mean, it, yeah. it was just crazy, like... And I believe like the the top a lot. I think almost all of top four, even at YCS Charlotte, the one that Paul won, his opponent also made mine, right? Like it was just crazy. Like it goes to show like this card yeah. is an absurd power level. I, I actually compared to like Maxi because every time we resolve it, like you get like ten draws. It was like ri ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, what? The UK Nats, the UK Nats winner also played free mine. I know it's like yeah, yeah but and like some people just don't play it because they don't like the card, and it's like. You kind of you just lose out. It's just mm -hmm. yeah, you, your deck just becomes weaker. Yeah. So I guess let's talk uh, about yeah. it. Like, what are the outs, right, Nesh? Like, we yeah. want to move on to like, okay, yeah. so what are the outs? Like, how, how do we how do we combat that? Because mine's still in the format. So now, like, do you think people should build their main deck to combat mine, and if so, how? Um, because I, I think it's... a lot of people are playing mine now. Because weird. See, I my my go to when out in like problem cards is you kind of just have to play a different deck. Like, if your deck loses to mine and you want to win, you kind of just can't play that deck. And that's like it depends on the deck, really, right? Like, our deck, we thought our deck was really strong because it could, it was good into one mine. Yeah, like, it was really mine, If they expect mine, you can, like, glamour it away. Or, like, go down like, to one more to glamour it. Like, like, if you yeah, all that as well. Like, um, but but I, I would like to go over the ratios of your guys' deck list. Because yeah, sure. uh, I try... Okay, we tested the combo, obviously... We could not perfect the combo lines because uh, we didn't practice enough the deck. So we had only two days in order to learn it. So I have a couple of hey, speak for questions. yourself, yeah. What are you talking about? I, I watched the I watched the <laughs> I watched the video on Farfetch's channel, man. I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Okay, so no, it's definitely hard. Yeah, so yeah. yeah I'm I trolling. have I have just a couple of questions because I would like to understand some of the issues. Um, I have just two questions actually. The first one is why. To Modan. That's the first thing that comes in my mind. Uh, so they had a list first, like uh, Ben and Betty. And I, I, got the, I got the Rika deck. And I, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just don't want to play these Garnets. So I was like, I tried to like cut down the Garnets. Like, I tried to play one Mudan and like one... Yeah, I just tried to play it down. But it just comes up. Like the recursion. Like you, the, So since Pell always comes back in end phase, mm. you need Rika cards to search. Yeah. That's, that's the big thing. So you commit. Pell's coming back in end phase and the grind game is... 
Petals only the, the recursion of petals are only impactful if you have cards to dig for. You always yeah. have to you always can dig for princess, but if there's not a second Rudan to dig for, you can't dig for that second field spell. And, yeah. and and also you need to play a second field spell because they can always out the field spell and it's mm. like it's pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big for that was reasons. So that was the main reason. The main reason was um yeah, just basically if your board gets cleared, but you're not losing, right? So like you have like these five interrupts basically, um, whenever you finish your combo. Then if they play through the five interrupts and they clear your board, you put you on like zero cards and you just have the one petal coming back. Uh, in phase, the petal comes back. Petal gets Mudan. Mudan gets field spell. Field spell gets glamour. Glamour gets you play. Tributes their guy um, adds two and then you're yeah. So that's that's the that's the main reason we always wanted to have a Mudan in deck to search for when that happens. Um, and then it also just came up that Mudan was like one of your best follow up plays because it gets you to glamour. It gets you to sheet if you haven't used it, the field spell. And it's also just the one another card that tributes your opponent's cards, um, so it helps okay, crack, sure. uh, like boards, crack, clearing the boards on the crackback. Yeah. We don't we don't sure. side out any of the Rika stuff too. But like we literally side out one like one of the princesses because you can play two uh, yeah. in your deck. You, but that's you, you can't really side out the engine stuff because we, it's literally like the bare minimum. Like the side out stuff we take out is like lone fire, one princess, one twin. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So basically, what you guys are saying, it's a necessary evil in order yeah. to have a good follow-up. And I guess yeah. that's yeah. the same reason why you guys are running the second soul wing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's very so similar like reason. The, like I said, like the break the board, you got the Mudan, Glamour, hit hit the guy, you have that Petal, Seed, you haven't used Normal Summon yet, Summon the Seed, Summon Dryas, add the second soul wing. Yeah. And you've um, got, just, yeah, with no cards, you just come back into like a full board. Second Jasmine, you're up. You're up again. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> It is the last question about the main deck, uh, because I think, I think to be honest, the side deck looks perfect to me. I, I actually don't have any complaints about the side deck, but there is something I want to discuss about the main deck, because it's also a topic that we discussed also during the first GUCast. Um, triple tactical talent. Now, the thing mm -hmm. is, uh, triple tactical talent may be a good meta call, but may also be very risky, because we actually predicted the 30% representation of tier elements. And tier elements, as you guys know, with entraps just sucks. Like, it's very, very bad with entraps. So, if we expect a 30% meta representation of the element, how come that you guys decided to play triple tactical talent in the main deck and not a card like Super Poly that's always good into any board? Uh, so, like, Tactics is probably one of the worst of cards for me. I yeah, think I would play two. As well. But the theory was, uh, people, major we thought the majority of people would have been on hand trap sprite. Right, right? Mm -hmm. And we thought Tears was free, so we can afford to play a bad card versus Tears, because we thought the whole deck just deals with Tears well. So we kind of struggle versus, we can struggle with Sprite, but we need as many cards to out the Sprite board. Like like I said, we just need cards to trade with a Toad. Um, and like post side, the way our deck post side looks, there's so much stuff that trades with their board, uh, and Tactics is one of them. And also being able to see their hand is also cool, like post side if it's like evenly, like especially the Sprite board. Sprite is probably tougher than Tears. Like we're just playing for the two and post side if they do have a hand trap let's say they do side into like the lightning storms and even these we have the opportunity to snipe one of those and that just becomes really insane uh, oh would you still keep the triple tactical talent or you would probably no, no. consider other option like super I don't think so. because like now people have realized hand traps are bad everyone's before it wasn't like that everyone didn't realize hand traps were bad but now mm. like you saw joshua schmidt's list of no hand traps i think a lot of people go towards there i don't think you could play talents uh, what do you think about the other decks? Which decks you guys liked? And like, Smith, you saw a deck Smith profile Smith. and you were like, oh, Smith the Smith. shit is actually good. Joshua List. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. I have a take on the Joshua list. Everyone mm. is sweating on um is everyone is sweating on the Bitcoin. I don't actually think Bitcoin is that big of a card. Like I understand it wins against tier elements, but I think your deck should be already prepared to be to beat tier elements. As we can oh. see. Sorry? Can you, oh, no, no, can no, you I finish? Yeah, can you, can oh, okay. You okay, like as as you guys uh, so in the top cut there were all other splites that were already prepared against tier elements so why bitcop just to beat tier elements because I think it doesn't have really it doesn't really give you an edge against the other decks except for tier elements I think that's enough right surely edge yeah, still isn't enough um, the way I see it is I think Josh was understanding that tier elements as a as a deck is like Probably as a base power level is stronger than a splite, right? Um, so I think he was understanding that and that going seconds that a lot of the decks were playing just like one galaxy cyclone. Is it galaxy cyclone? Yeah, yeah that's the one. Um, yeah, galaxy as the as the as the out to Mystic Mine, right? Yes, and just, just having to beat the elements. Yeah, just having the beak up there to beat tier elements. It just FTK going seconds. It's just like, like, yeah, yeah, it's just you're you're just guaranteeing you're winning those games instead of like relying on having to play at some point or them just not seeing it. Right. Yeah, uh, I think every deck is favored to go first too. Like, if you start, you do believe you yes, have a higher probability yeah. of winning, so you just want to like increase your probability and, of winning going second. And I also think it's like I think it's more important for this event than events going forward as well, just because again, it's the the surprise factor, right? Like, even though people were finding out about it on the Friday at the event, um, that still doesn't give like the majority of the room the time frame to change the decks to beat it. Um, and then that just means again, like he. His deck just had the advantage there that first tier elements going second, he can mine beat cop and it's just game this game over, right? The rest yeah. of his cards were also like for Sprite too. Like you saw the enemy controllers, like that wasn't yes, yeah. for Sprite. Like it was like a change of heart, it wasn't for tournaments. It was just like so it was like a combination of he's trying to like average out his win rate versus like Sprite and tiers. And like yes, that's yeah, what yeah. kind of it does. Like the, the beat cops for the tier deck and the, the main deck um spell engine cards were like for Sprite. And you kind of see like that's what he was trying to do. Yeah, I love enemy controller. In fact, then we will talk about yeah. enemy controller with other detects options. Yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, I think probably I'm wrong about Bitcop. I don't know. Uh, guys, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. But to be honest, seems like just, I don't know, some attack that you can run all in that event uh, because you are doing a meta call. Yeah, but I think that's uh, what it takes sometimes, right? Like maybe you need to just run that attack win that one event obviously josh didn't win but he performed very well and it's like yeah sure it might not work for other events but the surprise factor and the fact that it did get him that far like he'd start he'd finished you know day one nine oh it wasn't a coincidence um it goes to show how powerful i guess these like tech options are and it goes to show how powerful it is like the the surprise factor um of like these type of you know cards yeah, I, I don't yeah. think you can get away with it in the future because if there's like one, like it was an assumption there's no cosmic cyclone in the room. And mm. I think it was, it's a, it's a yeah. fine assumption to make, but I think moving forward it might be a bit of a gamble. Oh, bro, I already figured that out to to yeah. that B cop my thing. Oh, he's, no one's getting me I with mean, that. If you, talk, <laughs> if you talk about that, then I will have to. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, you know, I, you know cosmic cyclone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know um, what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, but anyway, let's talk about the, the tech of the day since we're already on that topic, right? There was a couple cool self that was played at euros we had mm. enemy controller um we had the b cop interaction with mystic mine 
Uh, we had rivalry, which is, I don't know if that's considered a tech, but it definitely was a good medical. Um, and then we have Kuri Kara. I think this was a card that, if you guys paid attention to all the deck profiles, this was a card that Herman cited. Um, so what are your thoughts on Kuri Kara, uh, you know, which does come start rare, by the way. I, so um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty card to have on your side. That, that's all I, I got to say. See, what are your I thoughts on it? about it much. I, I literally hadn't thought about it much. And I, I haven't thought about it at all. Only found it, only heard about it recently because I didn't have a chance to watch deck profiles. We did like a podcast before and someone brought it up. Yeah, yeah so literally. I, actually haven't, I literally haven't thought about the interactions. Like, I, I, I'm sure it's good, but I haven't mm-hmm. thought about uh, like uh, why and when you would, you would activate the card. Yeah, I'm trying to okay, think so, about it, but I don't know, Nesh, maybe you have some better I, ideas on it. I tested against her. He clapped me a few of times when he was playing <laughs> Kurikan. A few times? Okay, now... Okay, it was my first take like on the supply deck, so I didn't know shit, if we can talk about it. So, Kurikara was a nice deck because every time you use Toad, you get punished because they can just tribute. And also, if you clear the opponent board in end phase, the Kurikara can reborn your opponent Toad to create a normally negation for free on your board. Mm-hmm. And this, this was spicy, in my opinion. But the thing is, if you're playing already inherently around Super Poly, then you also play inherently about, around Kurikara. So that's also why one of my points... Uh, that, that I discussed with Herman, that I said, like, Kurikara seems good, uh, will be for sure a very good card in the future, but right now, if I have to rate the card, it would be a 3 out of 5. Seems good, but not good enough yeah. for other techs that you can run in your side deck. Yeah. I, don't know. Yeah. I, th- I, I, I don't see it. Yeah, yeah I, I think the other it. interaction is mainly because you played a bunch of danger cards. Maybe the concept is like, oh, you can, like, draw into it with the danger. And then at some point in the game, you just summon a 3k beat stack by tributing over Elf. Um, and that just like applies a lot of pressure. It might just kill your opponent, to be quite honest. So it doesn't seem that bad if you think about the perspective. Oh, I'm gonna activate a, hell, a bunch of danger cards, draw into them, uh, and then maybe it gets me there. Because I think if you hard draw it as your, your six card, like six card, like you know, as your six going second, it's not that good unless your opponent activates Toad, and then they and then yeah. you try to bluff like Super Poly by going into battle phase, and then and then they use Elf as well, and then you tribute over their Toad and Elf. Like I don't think that scenario like is ever realistic. If someone like thinks deeply enough about the game, so but hey, who knows? Who knows? Um, so because I the, the tech that I wanted to talk more about is two cards that are similar in concept, which is Alpha, um, you know the the big the big guy, and mm. um, which also works really well with like big dangers like Bigfoot, Thunderbirds. Um, it works with like Wing Beasts. Oh wait, what are the other Wing Beasts? Does it work with reptiles? I don't know. But it works like well with the big dangers, like you know how like Grand Maju used to do it. And then the other tech was like Cyber Dragon and Mega Fleet, right? Um, and, and that was one of the things that I was really hoping to pay attention to during the European Championships. If did pe- are people playing Dupe Frog? Um, because if people aren't playing Dupe Frog, then those type of cards become like super powerful. Because you can imagine you slap down a Cyber Dragon, you yoink their elf away, you summon a Mega Fleet, and you attack over their toad. And now they're like, <laughs> they just lost two cards. And you have a dark monster on the field, which is like one of the three comp- one of your components for Curious, um, which is like crazy. Um, it's a four card side deck package, and then you have like let's say Alpha, right? Similar in concept, where like you go Alpha attack over Elf, main phase two activate Alpha, and they t- they would have to like toad negate it, um, or maybe they use Elf, uh, which uh, so like those type of cards like could be really good, but it like depends like how the European Championship you know uh, ended and like how are people playing dupe? And from what I've noticed, a lot of people are not playing dupe. Because they're trying to play around Super Poly. So, like, not playing around Super Poly actually plays into those other board breakers. 
So it's, I'm going to be interested to see, like, do, are people going to make that shift to Alpha, to Cyber Dragons, you know, and all this other stuff? Uh, Curry Kara, if, you, if you've been wanting to talk about that now, because people aren't playing dupe, right? So it, it's such an interesting dynamic that, like, you know, tech choices that we're talking about today, they constantly change. Um, and so you have to, like, really, really be on your on your toes. But I guess that's why you're here listening to the, the, to the goo cast. <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting. Uh... So like for on our but we actually tested like all those cards. Like yeah. on our list yeah. of stuff. So the whole point of Peach Prime, yeah. yeah, the list was actually yep. uh Slayer, Alpha, Cyber Dragon, Cyber Dragon, uh, Regeki. Regeki, uh, yes, like, Regeki. We talked about Regeki uh, as well, yeah. Yeah, so like I think Alpha and Cyber Dragon actually work pretty well. Nah, Cyber Dragon's a bit weird and things. Cyber Dragon's weird with our deck, especially. I think, I think Alpha maybe in the um uh, tiers, but basically the way like our game plan was we wanted to like play as many spell cards. We wanted to like bait to we don't want to commit to a monster. We wanted to play as many cards to, mm -hmm. to interact with their board without summoning a monster to not bait out the elf. Um, like Con Con, Tactics, Ruler, uh, Slayer. Slayer actually worked well with Tactics. So you Slayer and hit a card and you Tactics. Like all our, all our like background stuff was like, you clear their board without committing a monster. And it was like, uh, Slayer worked pretty well for Bardak. Uh, personally, because like, like even, we also started in Evenly too. Because like, we just needed one of like any of the amazing board breakers to, we needed to bait a toad uh, effect. We needed them to use toad's effect. There was like so many cards in the deck that make them use Toad Effect where Evening just becomes like amazing. Uh, but then again, I think the other cards just, it depends on your deck. But I liked, the, our de I liked how our deck uh, didn't play into the Elf. So that's why Alpha and Cyber Dragon were weird. But maybe in your deck, you can kind of be forced to... Yeah, in the Tier Elements, I think Mega Fleet is kind of... It's very good, in my opinion, in Mega Fleet in Tier Elements because you can shuffle it back in order to summon a Fleetstap yeah. earlier. Yeah. And then you can... <laughs> the recursion well, of Cyber cool. Dragon comes yeah. to school. Yeah. I, 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 think, like I think with the dangers it might be weird, but I think without that's the dangers, why, yeah, it's, yeah, that's why alpha might be better because like some random points in the game, you draw into an alpha, just slap that down, and then like now like if you bait it all there in a gate, you bounce back alpha, bounce back your bigfoot, um, summon alpha again, and like it, it just might get bodied. Like it's just crazy. Um, to be fair, some builds had like a low danger count, so it might just be worth it. Like if you yeah. like us, well, Bankrov was only on, our mate teammate came to sixteen, was only on five dangers. Five dangers. So yep. actually, yeah, so I think, would I think that's the call. Probably six. Think of one yeah. more man. One. I don't even yeah, know if I want to play Tsuchinoko. I think Tsuchinoko sucks. Yeah, 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 this is gonna be a hot take. I hate Tsuchinoko. His regret was he should play two more man, but the six dangers. He didn't play Tsuchinoko. Yeah. Yeah, Tsuchinoko is yeah, the worst Tsuchinoko's one. Jackalope, Jackalope is kind of right, but Tsuchinoko definitely should be out. Yep. Uh, should be out of every main deck if we talk about dangers. And also, I saw people on the level 8s. I think you are crazy. You are a fucking crazy. crackhead if you play the level 8. Like, you're betting everything <laughs> on your opponent's not sniping the level 8. Yo, oh you deserve, you get, you deserve no. to get sniped. Bro, Honey swears hella nasty. He's like, bro, every danger is broken. Like, I swear to God, this man was playing <laughs> Dogman. AK Danger Dog shit. My boy Danger Dog shit, bro. That guy's insane. But like, Hanu's honey, like, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, honey, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you deserve to get your danger sniped. Clip that shit. <laughs> like, you know when someone reveals a Mothman, oh, sorry, a Bigfoot or like a Thunderbird, you're licking your lips, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm about to go plus one. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is, yeah, I just can't do it. Especially like if you're playing 12 rounds of Swiss. I'm like literally sweating when I go Bigfoot effect going first. It's it's actually disgusting. Um, but hey. All right. Um, I mean, I think we covered the majority of the techs. So so um, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, now let's talk about some of the counters. I know like Mystic Minds is going to have a, uh, a resurgence. Um, not that it hasn't been really around, but it's going to be more 
played than ever now because bro that the European Championship was I, I believe I think one of the most viewed televised event for for Konami for you in, in a long time like so a lot of people are going to get a lot of inspiration especially since this is the start of uh, the power of the elements format um, so people are going to just kind of copy or, or, or I guess get inspired by what what they saw and one of the things that was prevalent across the board was mystic mind so how, how do you beat mystic mind like what's What's the best way? So one of the ways I think you guys mentioned, I think Betty, you mentioned this was, or Marcus, that you just switch decks. If your decks cannot have an answer to mine in the main deck, then you just gotta like switch it, which I don't even think is necessarily a wrong um, choice. It's not a wrong take. It's yeah, wrong definitely take not all, yeah. a wrong take. Uh, but there is. Yeah, yeah, Marcus. I'll just dance theory in someone. Uh, but like, I don't want to say it specifically, but like, you just don't want you want to play cards where like your opponent can act, can activate spell cards. If your opponent can't activate spell cards, they can't activate Mystic Mind. And there's cards in the game which allow you to do that. <laughs> hmm. uh, Imperial Order is not legal. <laughs> uh, one of them is like Spell Counselor. Like, uh, there's, uh, spell Counselor, yeah. yeah. Spell Counselor, Jugaris, yeah. things that you could do with Curious. I mean, yeah, there is the combo with Spell Counselor, with Dugaris, you can summon it back. Yeah. But uh, what I'm thinking <laughs> you're about just, you're is nasty. more about... How did you say that so casually? That's disgusting. Right. <laughs> Curious and spellcaster and Dugarsa back? Are you serious? That's actually like, I mean, that's is, AIDS. <laughs> I mean, you can also you can also revive it with the Baron, or yeah. you can also play you can also play yeah. one anti spell in the main deck with the Griffon in order to set it because you are gonna mill a Fortune of cards. Yeah. But what I've, what I'm thinking more is every deck right now is committing a set card because they realized everyone I think realized that you need three points of interaction and every deck in order yes. to have a meta deck representation in order to be a meta deck in the representation needs to have at least one set card searchable so why not commit to three galaxy cyclone in the main deck? I don't think it's bad I, no no that was, that was nothing we said on the podcast like decks just might just play multiple galaxy cyclone it's not yeah. a bad card when you go in second you kind of like when you get to cycle on the smashes, you're pretty happy. Like even, yeah, it's not. I think it's alright. Yeah. You know, it, it for tears especially. I think it only really works for tears. Like obviously, for uh, sprite, you'd be thinking about different type of for tears. It's not bad. The guy who came second, uh, main two, maybe he heard about the beat cop stuff and was like, want to play second one, yeah. And um, you know, yeah, it's so yeah, funny. I actually like the way he played too, because he talked about how he utilizes Galaxy Clone, which I haven't really heard anyone else talked about. Which is like, if he gets Mystic Mind. Um, he would set Super Poly and put two darks on the board. Super Poly at his opponent's end phase by pitching the Galaxy Cyclone. And then so he gets to start his turn off just destroying the mine and killing his opponent. Which I thought was like, oh, that's actually genius. Like, that's actually... That's cool. I like that. Yeah, I like I'm like, that. oh, that I never really thought about it like that. And nah. But then he actually did it on feature. So when I saw, saw him talk about it on the profile, I was like, oh, this guy didn't just think about this on the spot. He actually came with a game plan. Um, so I was like, that's really sick. That's really that's that's genius. I like that a lot. Very respected I mean, mind. Yeah, like like you like if your opponent knows that you are gonna out the Mystic Man the next turn, he's gonna start playing. It's gonna be very bad for you regardless. Yeah, that's the only thing I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree on that. So I like so, triple. <clears> I like triple. Uh, uh, Galaxy Clone. And Nesh and I were talking about that as well the other day, and I was like, Yo, no cap. I think I might actually play triple Galaxy Clone in my main deck. And it's, like, weird because everyone always memes about the out, like, you know, just draw the out or, or just main deck, like, outs to, like, mine, right? And I'm, like, I, I guess I am, but, like, there's not a lot of scenarios in which, like, it's ever correct to, like, main back row removal and have it actually be good. But I think, like, Galaxy Cyclone might be an exception. Like, I tried it in, like, my Pure Punk deck where I main deck uh, Cosmic Cyclone because everyone was just, like, mining people left and right. 
Um, and I was actually really happy I had those type of back removal because everyone's just like thinks you're scrambling the moment you get mined. So I like it. I like the I like decklaces that have back row removal because um, I find it like that's something that we've strayed so much away from because the game has gotten so fast. Uh, but it always makes like me a little bit happy because whenever I watch like the old rep deck profiles, they're like they put in like MSTs in their deck or they put in like twins in their main deck. I think even in 2019, a lot of people main deck twin twister. Um, so mm. so it's like kind of cool to see like that happening again, even though like it's partially the result of like mine being so like cancer yeah. to play against. But I guess there's some pros to it in a way. Like maybe it's like deck building is evolving. Um, and I think like if you don't evolve to combat obviously clear issues as long as the card is illegal then you're going to be caught basically pants down yeah so yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's <laughs> i mean dude that's that's what mine does bro um but i mean oh, best... with, with the with, with the shadow looking yeah activate mystic mine bro like if, if you guys watch <laughs> lars man because i know you guys were at the event you guys didn't see it but Every time Lars like mines someone, he looked over the camera and he's like, uh, no "Yeah." Way. He was like, "Yeah." Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Bro, 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 bro. bro, bro. bro no, no, no. <laughs> Betty, don't watch no. your feature match back, bro. Don't no, watch it back, bro. Bro, <laughs> bro, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, no, don't do that. Actually, bro. looking at the camera, doing the chat pose. Yeah, and like when you draw the out and you try to like out his mind, you're like Duster, right? Against Zio, he's like Duster, and the guy he looks over the camera, he's like judgment i'm like yo this guy only plays two i saw his deck list he only plays two how does he have it every bro every time on feature this guy's just like judgment's the out duster uh like uh cosmic galaxy nah, like everything this guy's the same i can't lie bro this guy impermanent fa impermanent faker and decided one faker out like what <laughs> that was insane he was blessed he was blessed you're gonna make me cry yugi bro. Muto. no <laughs> yeah yugi muto right there so uh, we were talking during the podcast number one, how expensive is to commit to a card as Ultimate Slayer. I guess it paid off because as you guys said, it's, it was a very good card and also because you were trying to bait uh, the Toad not committing any monster on the board. And we were uh, kind of talking about the different board breakers. Also Joshua Schmidt made a video about the different board breakers. In your, in your guys' opinion, which are the best board breakers card and rate them from one to five or one, yeah. Uh, for me, it, it depends on what people are playing. Like, yeah. I, could tell, I could rate some board breakers, but if everyone switches up for the next event, they're not just going to be good. They're not going to be good, are they? No. Uh, but currently- Don't you think board... a card like Super Poly could always be good? I think so. I think, so. but like I saw people doing like so. I know I had friends who played Punk tournaments for the event, and they made a board specifically to count on Super Poly, the Baron, with Elf, with Baron like, Elf, IP Mascherena, and Ridor with yeah. the trap set and yeah. snow in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I started that shit like in a fucking tour. Yeah, I was yeah. Bro, I stopped yeah. making Appaloosa like, in my Punk tier deck because I was getting Super Poly in my Baron and Appaloosa. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, this is stupid, bro. How is this a right. thing? Yeah, so it just it just depends what people are playing. But like, I can talk about the board breakers for Euros. I don't know what people are going to do now, but I can talk about board breakers sure. for Euros. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, Dark Ruler No More was obviously uh, really good into Sprite. It just kind of, there was, some of them would just hard commit, you know, Elf, IP, Toad, Red. It was like, Dark Ruler No More. And I think a large proportion of people, even though Danger Tears did really well. Yeah. There were 2,000 people in that room. A lot of people weren't on Danger Tear. They were making Kitalos, Double Dracos, Stapelia. And that's what my opponent in feature, like round 10 did. It, it traded well. I think Dark Ruler No More was pretty good. Hmm. Uh, Super Poly was also really good. It depends if your deck could play it. That was the problem with Super Poly. Some decks just couldn't play it. Like it was, yeah. it was 
like, I know it's really good, but some decks can't afford the discard. Like if your decks, if you're playing a deck where you're playing like forty good cards, can you really afford to play Super Poly and discard a good card? Uh, and extra deck space is obviously a weird one. But I think, I think that was the big one for us, right? It was like the extra deck space trying to commit to Super. Oh, we could, we're, we're locked into parts. Like, we, 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 well, we're obviously that as well. But like, <laughs> 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 the part lock is too strong, bro. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but, I think Tactus was pretty good too. Like, uh, like the people were uh, anyone. Uh, like I said, if we're thinking about the app, majority of the representation of the room, like people are doing Drake Stepelli stuff, stealing a Drake Stepelli and they get an extra additional card isn't bad. Um, like the Toad build where stealing an elf, it's not too bad too. It's looking at hand. Uh, I think those, like if you look at the list, it was, wait, no, I lied, Mystic Mind. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot. Bro, Mystic Mind is <laughs> Bro, it's. I forgot, Mystic Mind's number one. Yeah, wait, with Rikas, you are only locked for the rest of this turn, or am I wrong? Or there is an art lock for players? There is a. I'm not entirely sure, but the rest of them, but sometimes you don't want to shotgun it. I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes, like, sometimes you want to see, sometimes if they hold elf, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes you want to just, like, normal summon pestle and start with that. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I feel, I feel it. I feel um, it. I feel you. I feel you. So. <clears throat> bro, best deck. Let's talk about it. I think everyone, you know, listening, that's, that's what everyone comes for, bro. Like, all my DMs yeah. is filled with, like, yo, what's the best deck? <laughs> what's the best deck? Can I, yo, Geeks, can you send me a deck? Can you work on my deck? I'm like, bro. Bro, like, I don't want to talk about the best deck. I want to talk how to counter the best deck. Because ooh, everyone, okay. after after my man went 18-0-1, oh, everyone oh, realized <laughs> Rika is one of the best deck. It's one of the best deck. I'm not going to say it's the best deck. Okay. I'm sorry, bro. I'm not going to say it's the best deck. I, don't I think, think it's, it's very I, good. I don't think it's the best deck right now. I think no, it's insanely good into that room. I think if you play Rika Plot into, that, into Euros, you're guaranteed top. There's another guy who played it too. And he was playing hand traps, like, like his list wasn't perfect, but like that just shows how like good the engine was. Yeah, hmm. uh, he was playing like ogre, and it, like, maybe some suspicious hand trap cards, but like the engine carried him. And I don't think many people what? played Riga at that event. <laughs> okay, this is for my tier elements, boys. Okay, listen to me carefully. Oh God, we side deck right now. There can be <laughs> only one. <laughs> We're dead. We're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Nash was like, kind of like telling me, he's like, "Yo, bro, everyone's gonna be on plans. There can only be one of them." And I'm like, "Dude, you know you're what? what's wrong with you?" <laughs> you know what it is? I think plants. It takes you a week to learn the deck. But it's, yeah. like, what's the next event? Rio. Rio. I, I don't think even if you pick up the plant deck. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think people can learn it that quick. Yeah. No. I just don't think like it's just like I I, don't, I wouldn't I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't respect it. Like, no offense. <laughs> I probably wouldn't respect it as much. Yeah. Uh, Bro, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I spent five hours playing that deck nonstop. If you look at my rating, I, think, I don't think why you scope is a thing anymore. I played that deck nonstop five hours. And the thing was, I was like, I was genuinely impressed. Because, like, for example, like, I was going second. And people were, like, this Euro's just finished, right? And some guy was like, damn, I, I see you packed. Like, trying to get on the goo already. I'm like, yeah, you know how I am. So, I, I, I go activate ConCon, right? I'm playing against Splite. And the guy was like, he had a toad. He had a full board. He had a full board. He's like, he's like, hmm, should I negate? I'm like, he's like, fine. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Mudan effect. Tubing your yeah, cards. Exactly. Like, <laughs> just game. Just win. Yeah, yeah, I just murdered him. I'm like, he's like, he's like, huh? I'm like, yeah, bro. You know yeah, how like, even, if they, even if they do negate, like, like, there's a lot of, so even if they do negate, yeah. like, they have a smash up, right? Yeah. You can do stuff to like bait out the smashes or like, well, you can, you can activate a Mystic Mine. You can activate a second Kong. There's so much stuff that they just, it's just sick. It's, it's just, just sick, yeah. Just sick. Bro, I was like, wow, this is like, like even that interaction there, like, Concon is literally a board breaker, mm. in my opinion. Like, it, it, it's, it it's an in-engine board breaker, and then you had, like, three cops with terraforming, or three, like, like all your fuel spells were just, like, board breakers. Like, that was, like, crazy. That's why I was like, yo, this is kind of nice. Um, So, 
yeah, I do think the deck has a really high ceiling. You definitely need to like learn how to play the deck. Um, because I was definitely like messing up, but I was like cool because like, every time I mess, I'm like, oh shit, okay. I quickly figure out like, okay, I'm doing this wrong. No wonder I'm like screwing up. Um, that, that's um, I'll say one point. That's how I knew the deck was broken. So when I first yeah. picked up the deck, I didn't know how to play it, but I was winning games, and that's when I knew this deck is nuts. If yeah. I'm able to play this deck badly and win, imagine yep. if I knew how to play it. And that, <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah. That was that was like a game changer for me. <laughs> and I think like the other cool concept that I liked about the deck was the build, the how it interacts with Mystic Mind. So if you mine your opponent, like you know, sometimes you don't deck them out. You can use pedal to like summon itself back at your opponent's end phase. You now control the same amount of monsters. Mine dies, and now you play on the next turn. You kill them, right? Yeah. Like there's stuff like right. that which I'm like, okay, there's actually like it's not just about activating mine. It's about like there's more death to mm. like activating mine. Yeah. Like there's, it actually takes some sort of skill to play under mine. Weirdly enough, um, and, and like utilizing it the right way. And that's when I was like, damn, I was kind of impressed. I'm like, okay, this deck, the way it interacts with mine is so unique. The fact that you can manipulate monster counts, um, is so cool. Um, and, and I definitely, like, I definitely utilized that when I was like playing on DB. I was like, okay, like my points had one monster. I think I'm going to turn off mine and try to kill him. Um, and like, cause when I finally got enough card advantage, I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go for it. Like I, I had my trap set. I have everything fully set up, loaded. I had Kong Kong in my hand next turn. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And then at that point, like, um, I was like, damn, this is like really sick. So definitely, definitely really cool, really, uh, cool interactions. You, you know about the OTK? About the OTK? Well, no, yeah, I don't. See, I don't. <laughs> uh, so it's really the most efficient OTK. Yeah. Uh, run so it down first. Someone dry ass. Okay. And so in. You get twin. You get uh. You summon the healer. You don't summon the frost, and you re back the reborn the seed. Sure. You make all three into Medius, Special summon back the seed. You make Frasher. Make it free two. Yep. You make Melius. Make the Frasher attack twice. Yes. Then you make yes. a Bengal Lancer, and that's like eight seven. Uh, is eight, eight, seven. Nine? eight nine? Eight, eight seven. Eight seven. Uh, eight, nine, eight, eight, nine. Eight, eight, eight nine. Eight nine. And that's just I don't know if you know about that OTK, but no, I did not know. Yeah, so that's like I just I just I just summon big boys and. Knock yeah, no, them out. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one seed kill line, super easy. Yeah, and that kills through. That kills through um an attack position, attack position monster and any, any other monster as well. That's yeah. just one die. Like you haven't even normal summon tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Like I thought it was like uh, the, the thing that impressed about the deck profile, to be honest, was like the end board. Okay, because seems weak because we already spoke about it. Seems weak, but uh, it no. has so many points of interaction. But it's not weak. Mm -hmm. that, that, right. That's the thing that's crazy, bro. It's crazy. During my testing, I was like, I have to end with three, four, five Omni negation. My open <laughs> test to pry. And in the, in the deck profile, you were, you guys were like, nah, that's enough. Yeah, that's one, enough, one, trap, <laughs> one trap, one trap, one trap, go. Go. No, it's go actually, you know, it's actually, it's it's crazy enough, but that that's that's enough. I mean, layer of darkness is like enough. wild. Like that that concept, like that is literally like so dumb. Like it's such a stupid interaction because you're pulling like, yo, can I respond? I'm like. Bro, your monster's off the board, bro. Like, you got to consider what everyone's playing. Like, everyone else is playing like Super Poly and Dark Ruler the more. If yeah. they activate Dark Ruler the more, your petal is coming back. Your petal's, your petal's coming in, it's coming yeah. back, bro. You kind of just need to watch out for Gigantic. That's the worry mm. thing. You just need to yeah. watch out because that can stop your mm. petal coming back. But apart from that, it's... yeah. So you hold imprint for Gigantic if, if they somehow like get played through the board. But I or think it's sheet. so hard. Or like, yeah. 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 It's also just like. I love him. Like, what comes on coming up for me? It's just like. um... The people that were trying to Zeus us. Mm. And then yeah, you just vision. like... You can see it. The can tunnel see vision. It. They tunnel. They're just like, right, Zeus, clear the board game. And then like the Dark Ruler, they go battle phase, they Zeus, main phase two, downward, Zeus, Zeus effects. 
and it's just like princess deck tribute it for cost and then they're like yeah and it's like no it's gone bro you can't chain it like yeah because the same thing happened when i was testing so i was playing against sprite and my opponent was trying to bait out the princess and i'm like yeah keep going keep going he made toe he made uh what did he make he make uh totally awesome i'm like because he started off swap i uh, started he started off swap pitch swap and so he got to toad really early i'm like i'm like sure you mm. can keep going <laughs> i was like vibing i'm like bro like i'm just whatever you activate next I'm gonna trigger your toad and then get your card. It's like it's so like, stupid. I don't, I don't know about you, but some people just summon carrot like it negates sheep. Like oh, they summon carrot like shit. it. Yeah. Oh, shit! Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. For me, it happened loads. I'm just like yeah, carrot yeah. as cost. Steal. Mm. Wild. <laughs> Literally wild. This is free. This is free. Okay, let's oh. talk about the graphics of the Remeter representation. So sure. we had a 37% of Sprite, we had a 36% of Tier Elements, and a 7.5% of Flanderies and Matmec. I think, uh, and then Rika, 4.3%. Oh, I mean, it's except... inaccurate. Inaccurate, because there's another Rika player he didn't, he missed. Oh, okay, so it's even more. It's, it's even, even more. Like... It's even more. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's around 5%. I would say, okay, so it's... Both 5.4% for Matmec and Rika at the end. Then we had Flander is still Elemental Sprite. I think uh, everyone was expecting this sort of percentage, like the 30%, yeah. around the 30% for uh, a Sprite and Tier Elements to be in the top cut. Flander is obviously was one of the most, to be honest, counter decks for those, like Shifter is. I mean, don't let me talk about Shifter. And then we have Matmec. Yep. Matmec is a very interesting deck, but mm. at the end of the day, I don't think it that it's that good. Okay, the trap. The trap is good. Don't get me wrong. I agree. The trap is amazing. If you resolve it, it's mostly the GG against every other deck than tier element. Okay? Uh, but I don't feel the deck is good. Like, yeah. if you know yeah. how to play around it, it has only one kill shot. Like, he has to go for access code. Yeah. Because yeah. the circular um, locks you into attacking to one with only one. For me, the problem, the problem is going second. Like, that, that's what we went for me. But, like, the problem with, like, it's just, like, going second. Like, how are you winning more consistently than... Yeah, I I personally don't think that deck's solved either. Yeah. I don't personally. I don't think it's solved, but that's for uh, that's for another day. That's for another day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be fair, for Euros, like I know they didn't show like a deck representation of the people who played. There was no math deck anywhere. Like mm. no way, no well, one. Nah, played you're, it. Nah, you're capping, bro. No, no there was what? one guy who topped one twenty eight with it. I, I was, was yeah, watching yeah, his profile. Friend, but, oh, that's your friend. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I was watching his profile. Yeah, I meant like. I meant like in the tournament though, it wasn't like loads of math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say, my guy Luke was sat no, no. next to me, like, <laughs> no, all no. day two. Like, what are you saying? It was just like, from compared to DB ladder, like, DB there's loads of math mech, but like, yeah. I don't know, I just mm -hmm. didn't see any. Yeah, the only thing I have yeah. to say about like math mech is I think circular as an engine is ridiculous. Maybe mm. it's not supposed to be played peer. Maybe you play with Adventure. I've seen that be a concept as well. Um, so, I mean, it, yeah, there's definitely ways to innovate on the math mech archetype if you expand beyond just the pure concept of it. Uh, who knows? Like, I, I haven't done much testing with it, but, like, just initially thinking about, like, the archetype and, like, how the card functionally just works. Like, the card is literally splashable. There's no restriction. Like, it's literally yeah, no restriction. Sure. <laughs> so there's definitely some way to make okay. it, like, crazy. Yeah. Because I, the only issue is if you splash with the other engine, like, as you say, the pack, yep. then you cannot play transcode. Transcode because you are locked for the entire turn into Cypress. Yes. It's an art yes. lock. Yes. So yes, you cannot yes. go into Transcode. And I think that's a huge neg for uh, that deck. Do you remember when you were playing Salamangrate with uh, Adventure? Yeah, yeah. And we had the exact same issue? Yeah. Because it's good. Because like you can turn the Adventure token into Link, Link Spider. Okay. Yeah. Because it's a Cybers and you can try to play with it. But then there are that situation in which you really need to summon the uh, Transcode. But 
you already summoned the token and then you cannot use the effect of transcode. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I don't think it's bad, but good luck with your 50 card decklist because the shit cannot be 40. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Um, so mm, then, yes. Okay, so I have a question for everyone you all. Sure. Let's start. Uh, let's start with Betty. Sure. Betty. Hello. What do you think? Uh, which decks do you think people should bring to the next event? So Brazil. It's Brazil? It's Portugal. So, um, Rio, yes. Rio. I'd say tier, personally. Tier. I think it's... Tier I think it's, I've, uh, Danger tier, probably punk. I think the punk engine just gives it that extra edge, which is for the mirror. As you said, like the board plays around Super Poly. I think it's just that bit better as well. Even though, like, you kind of have to, um, you give, you kind of lose a little bit because you have a couple of bricks. But I think, I think that it just increases the ceiling of the deco rule, and I think that's just. I back, I back a lot with this choice. Okay, now it's your turn, Marcus. So you know what? I thought I still think Rika's an alright choice because, like, I don't think it makes sense to respect it. But like, I think the if you think about smart, I don't think a lot of people will play it. I don't think people will learn it. But then. You shouldn't respect it, but then if you already know how to play it, I still think it's a good choice. Bro, uh, I have the entire deck with me. I'm actually bringing three decks <laughs> to real. I'm bringing the Rika San Avalon deck. I'm bringing the Punk Tillman deck, and I'm bringing a live, uh, 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 an Evil Twin, Live Twin Sprite deck. I think those are like yeah. like the top decks of the format. And and um, the my only concern is maybe you can give me insight into this. Is I actually feel comfortable to play the this, the Rika deck. But my only concern is when I go to like in a place like Rio, bro, the, the stuff that I'm gonna be witnessing <laughs> like is gonna be a um, lot of Elich, a lot of Flanderies, yeah, yeah. and I'm really scared. Like I when I I play against every fucking Seth time. Yeah, I'm scared. Think, every fucking time think... you guys go aboard, you always think you're gonna face Eldritch and you never face Eldritch. No, I never. I mean what are your thoughts? Like what are your thoughts? Do you think the okay. Rika deck is good into those matchups? And if so, like how but would you play against those decks? Because I like I've been struggling. Like, bro, the set so five is no, cancer. No, no, I have. Okay. Yeah, you lose. You are losing. Like, it's very hard. I, like, I beat one, but like, it's it's hard. It is hard. But like, yeah. um, I actually have a different perspective for this, right? Because like, you're American going to Brazil, right? I think you're losing those matches because you're trying to explain these Rika cards, and you're trying to get like you're trying to explain these Rika cards and how they work. Like, I was struggling. Like, I don't know if you had the same Marcus, but trying to like. Like, like tell everyone between like language barriers sometimes like some of my games went close to time just trying to explain the cards oh no all my guys knew english really all <laughs> of them oh, everyone knew english man it was easy yeah. damn, <laughs> damn covid damn covid hit hard for you bro like yeah. for me nah, it was it was a struggle a couple of rounds i was trying to explain these cards and then like it hit like 38 minutes of stressing uh, oh bro, stressing. yeah was, but, man i'm scared about that no. too like i'm not trying like, to like this reminds people. me of any story yeah. This reminds me of Annie's story when he said, guys, I got defeated by language barrier. Not, <laughs> not conventional barrier. I got defeated by language barrier. Language my opponent didn't know my cards. The, the forbidden goo language barrier opponent. God damn. Yeah. No, like I played okay, someone who so, pretended he didn't know like English. It was actually crazy. No, In Mexico, I played this dude who was like, he like spoke Spanish me the entire time, right? And then later he turns over to his friend. He's like, "Yo, I I definitely know English." Someone. But the guy, the guy who he talked to, the guy across actually watches my content. 
So he came over to me. He's like, "Yo, bro, that dude knew English." Like I was like, "Yo!" <laughs> like, and, like I, I just I like beat him because I I drew a reboot, you know, like sacked and nasty, and I rebooted him, and like he was so mad, like he was like literally cursing me out in Spanish. Of course, I mean I knew some words, you know, like I, I know the forbidden words. So I was like, I'm like, "Yo!" Like the guy told me, he's like, "Bro, that guy was." I was like, "God," I'm like, "Damn, dude!" Now I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose one sub now. I'm sick, but hey, Fuck. which deck? Uh, actually, you're going to the event, so I'm gonna yeah. answer for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I mean, I'm gonna answer. I think that I think the Evil Twin is the safest choice in my opinion because the Joshua deck is good. Don't get me wrong, guys. But I think it's it's good for one event, especially yeah. in event like in event mm -hmm. like right okay. like Rio. I think I would play the safest choice. That's Evil Twin because it has an effect that pops back row. Like, what are you asking for? Like, you have and the it draws multiple cards. Yeah, it draws multiple cards. And draws also multiple cards. So yeah, I would definitely play the Evil Twin. I would adjust a little bit the deck list of Matteo that he made a deck profile for the top four. I would for sure play Nightmare Phoenix. So for one more draw, because why not, guys? We like to draw. And I mean, that's that would be my take on Rio. I would definitely play Evil Twin Sprite. Yeah. Right. A teched out sprite deck is always going to be good. You just got to be right with your techs. That's all. Like I think the teched out sprite deck is amazing. You just have to be bang on with what you're, what you think you're going to play next. Yeah. That's not an yeah. example. I feel like I it's was funny. In love with the decon. Yeah. No. I I love the the tech that came out of the European Championship. Um. If for some reason it reminds me of like 2019, where you have like Danger Thunder, which you know Danger Tournament, and then you have like the Salamangri type strategy. Which I don't even know you call Spice Salmon. I feel like that's literally disrespectful. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like it's like a, it's like a it's like an Orcus deck, right? Like there's a lot of recursion. You summon itself, blah blah blah. So maybe it's like an Orcus strategy, um, and maybe like Math Mech is like the Salmon Great strategy. Um, so I do feel like there's, and then you have like the Rika deck, which, bro, I don't even know. I don't even know what category you put that in. Um, the Dark Horse. Flash Tracker, I guess, right, Marcus? Scott. <laughs> but um. But I, I find like, yo, we're, we're actually maybe hitting like a, we're actually history's like kind of repeating itself, you know? Um, so I, I find that interesting. Um, I wonder what the new ban list will, will look like. Um, there's Oceanics this coming, no, next weekend, sorry. So there's Rio, next weekend is Oceanics. Um, and then after that, you have YCS Niagara. You guys coming to, to Niagara? We're going to LA. We're going to LA, yeah. I mean, um, bro, if they don't man a mystic man, you already know I'm tagging Konami on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, that, that, yeah. Um, But yeah. I mean, some stuff happened recently. And as you guys might know, me, Pac, and Dani left the luxury. Um, <laughs> were, it's just how you word that were, we left we left the luxury we left that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro i was never like, i mean bro i'm italian i'm not luxurious at all <laughs> anyways I'm done. yeah i mean I, all i have to say about that i know everyone's probably wondering about that so we'll add a short little uh snippet at the end i think it was just more of like uh we didn't have really align on like the same goals for the vision of what luxury uh well, like, you know, the direction that Luxury was heading in didn't really align with, like, the goals that I had for a team because um, I was looking more of it as to make it an organization beyond just the, you know, like, beyond just a Yugo team. There's nothing wrong with that. I, but I, I guess my aspirations were a lot very different than, than the current vision and, like, direction of the team. So I wanted to leave. And then, you know, I have a lot of stuff in the works. Um, and I, I'm going to be working towards that. But I feel like I, I didn't feel like the time... 
the, the energy that I invested was, I guess, worth um, the direction that it was going in, right? And so, so I kind of I left for that reason mainly. I have no ill will towards anyone on the team. Um, I don't really like have any dramas or anything like that. Is I think I would say it's pretty mu mutual. Um, and yep. and I think like share the same feelings. Yeah. So it's it's more of like just. You know, I, I think the most important thing that I've realized from this is that you can be really good friends with someone, um, but there's creative differences. And, and, and like, there's, you know, even though you're really, really good friends with someone, you, like, there's, those people might not necessarily be the best business partners. Um, and I think it takes a lot of, like, courage, because I'll tell you right now, it was not an easy decision. Um, Definitely. But, but I think, like, it's the right choice for me at the end of the day, um, mm -hmm. moving forward. So, was it easy? No. Uh, was it needed to be done? I just say yes. Um, and I, I think that's that's it, right? It's like making these tough choices along the way. And I, I would say like I really appreciate the team because, you know, similar to what you guys were talking about, you know, like there's a lot of things you can gain testing-wise from being a team, being around all like around uh, people who talk all day about Yu-Gi-Oh! I think that's very beneficial. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like it, for me, like I didn't really care about the pay. I didn't really care about like the uh, – the testing, I just wanted to be around like people, like my friends, um, and that's what yeah. luxury was, right? I think you yeah. guys even echoed this that you guys just started yeah, because you guys were you met each other at local at regionals. Yeah. You guys kept doing well, and it was just friends at the end of the day, right? And that's what luxury was for me. The thing is, leaving luxury doesn't mean that I'm not friends with those people anymore, and I think that's something that people need to understand. It's not like oh, like now we're not friends, we have beef. It's that's just not how that's just not how it works. <laughs> like I, I think that's the misconception that people will have, um, but I, I would say. I would say, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm cool with everyone still. Um, we're all friends. Uh, just, you know, different creative differences, and we're headed in different directions. And that's all I really have to say about that, quite frankly. So, Nash, if you want to add anything else? or I mean, the man spoke for both, to be honest. What can I say? I This was a really tough choice. Like, I worked for Luxury for almost three years. And, and bro, that, that shit was tough. Like, I didn't even think about living ever Luxury. But at a point, uh, I thought I, co I couldn't grow up in that environment anymore. Yeah. I, I couldn't grow up as a content creator uh, in that perspective, I would say. As a player, as a player, definitely yes, because there were a lot of good players. But being a content creator gives you like that extra thing to do, to, to accomplish, you know? Uh, like, and, and also that's also the reason why I left every testing circle, because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't be really honest with everyone because obviously if there is a testing circle involving uh, in uh, you know in stuff and text and you cannot really talk about that on streaming because it would be disrespectful to disrespectful to the team so that's why i took also this tough decision because i want i want to be able to prove myself in order to find something spicy for my chat in order to find something something spicy for the people and i don't want to disrespect anyone else's work yeah, I, I'm in the same direction. Like, I think Nesh and I both have left all of our testing circles. Like, we're not in any Discord related to testing at all. Um, and, and like I said, the main reason is just because it's disrespectful to the people who put in a lot of time and energy for me to just, like, share it on stream. So now yeah. we just find it ourselves. <laughs> so, no, the pursuit of the goo. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, the, this is, like, how the, the goo cast eventually developed. And that's what we're here to kind of, like, just do right let's just talk about like the interesting stuff the things that we find um and and overall like i'm still cool with all those people in those testing groups i enjoyed being 
hang out with those people in voice call. Um, you know, it wasn't just like a testing component. I think people misunderstand, oh, like, oh, let's just make a testing Discord and invite all the good players. I think at the end of the day, there fundamentally needs to be some sort of like, like you need to be enjoying your time hanging with those people, right? You can't test with someone if you don't like them, I think. Um, and I think it's wrong to kind of like approach it where like, yo, I'm just going to befriend someone who's like good at the game just to like talk you know, theory and stuff. Like, at the end of the day, like, there needs to be some fundamental, like, friendship involved, Um, you know, some camaraderie. Um, and, and, like, and then that's why, like, I at the end of the day, we're still friends. Like, even though I left, like, we're all still friends. We're also, like, you know, hanging out together still regardless. And we still talk to each other. And I think that's, like, the, the most important thing about the, the the whole concept. So I think going forward for, I guess, Nesh and I, um, you know, the stuff that we'll put out, it's all stuff that we figured out kind of, like, together um, or that we kind of just, like, come across um nothing crazy um but yeah like i i Nesh is also going to be opening up his own youtube channel soon um and i maybe september i believe if, if the timeline goes well yeah should have been september yeah so yeah yeah overall i'm excited overall for the growth of our channels um the growth of like our content creation and i think it's like the best decision for us like i'm not really looking for any other team I, i've gotten reached out to a couple people not not even just not like as a flex but mainly like I not trying to disrespect anyone. Like I, I'm not really looking or interested in, in that right now. Um, it's kind of like doing going solo. So, but and I think that's gonna be the conclusion of the the Goo cast, guys. Huge shouts to the disciples. Huge shouts to Betty. Huge shouts to Marcus for coming on. These guys are awesome. If you guys want to hear more of them, definitely go check out their YouTube. Uh, they also have their own podcast, Tap Tuesdays. Um, today is Tuesday, by the way. We're we're recording on never Tuesday. Never comes out on Tuesday. It never comes out. It never comes out on a Tuesday. But hey, comes out on Tuesday. Um, but definitely go listen to them. I highly, highly encourage it. I, I listen to them myself personally on my own spare time, my own free time. Um, they're great to have in the background, just you know, as you're doing work, all that good stuff. So huge shouts to them. Um, and that'll be it. Enjoy, guys. Peace.